All right, welcome everybody to another episode of 21 Going On 77. I am one half of the dynamic duo, uh, the vet of the group. It's boy Dwight at 5172214. Joined again as I am every week. This is two weeks in a row, even in the downtime. Uh, the brains of the operation, the young prodigy, the soon to be 24 year old? 24 year old? Yeah, you got it. I got it. 24-year-old. Young SJ, at SJ Basketball. Hey, SJ, how are you feeling on this beautiful Saturday evening here in Cedar Hill, Texas? Well, I don't know about Cedar Hill, Texas, but <laughs> it's all right here in New York. I mean, not really all right. It was raining. Dog, I think it, it rained in the whole in the whole country. It rained here last night. Yeah, I think it was just a rain. Like it was like isolated thunderstorms yesterday. Like all this, all this stuff. But yeah, it's gonna be raining in a few um days, like for the next few days as well. So whatever. Yeah, I think we uh, I think today is our first day below like a hundred degrees. And shit, I don't know, a week or two, it was only, only, in quotation marks, like 95. And I guess it's supposed to get down to 80, so I'm ready for it. It's too goddamn hot. It's too hot. It's too hot to function outside, so. Anyway, moving on. So, guys, we ain't got shit to talk about except, and it's Mavs-related or NBA-related, except for FIBA basketball. And... I feel like low-key, quiet is kept. It's not like content, but opinions is hot and heavy. Team USA got popped. Uh, Luca and them boys got popped. And then Luca kept playing in quote-unquote meaningless games. Um, I'm going to go ahead and keep it a buck. I didn't get to watch any of this shit except for when Team USA lost. I caught basically, I don't know. I caught basically the first five minutes of the fourth quarter, and then I had a meeting, so I didn't really watch the rest of it. So when I watch, like, I, it's ironically enough from what I've heard and what the box scores say and the highlights I watched, yeah, Team USA just couldn't guard nobody. Like, I watched Dennis Schroeder dead ass go through the entire – all five players on the court. He either dribbled around two of them. He got another two of them in the uh, – they was in the pick and roll, and then he just finished over the fifth dude. Like, he literally went through the whole team. When I saw that shit, when he did that for a layup, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they got it. But did you watch? Can you give a more, I guess, informed opinion on the topic? So, I mean, listen, I watched, and, I mean, he got fouled, like, anybody else and i just think at the end of the day you're not the only one in the world to get this whistle you know what i'm saying oh you talking about luca yeah 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 Yeah. right so i feel like i don't know i feel like that whole situation and listen i don't know how to put this you know, in a way that won't, you know, offend or whatever. But I feel like sometimes people are like, 
I don't know how to say this. You go, you go, you go. I don't know how to say this. And, uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to think on it more because. I mean, this is, this is, this is my opinion on it. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you, you, you jump, you let off a spicy tweet, uh, basically calling it, you know, some loser shit. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, I've repeated this opinion on the podcast so many times, and I don't really talk about it on the timeline, because the timeline, Twitter's not a healthy place for nuanced discussion, right? But Luke, <laughs> I brought this up, like, Luca gets his, Luca gets a lot of calls. Now, I do, from what I saw of that game, from the highlights, and some of the cut-ups of the calls he didn't get, yeah, they, they did fuck it up, but they fuck, like, he ain't the only player that gets officiated poorly. And he still, when you take like the totality of even FIBA and the NBA, he gets a shit ton of calls. Like the only players that get, that he doesn't shoot more free throws than are players that are bigger than him or drive the ball more than him. I know in the NBA, the only dudes that shot more free throws were in B, uh, SGA, and I believe Shea. And I'm going by free throws per game. And I think Shea shoots like 10.7 he shoots like 10.3 a game or some shit like that. So it's, it's pretty much dead even. But Shea actually drives the ball, I think, like four times more a game than he does. So if you're really keeping it a buck, like, I think it's like 20, he drives the ball more, like 15, 20% more than Luca does. And I just think Luca just need to shut the hell up. Even if, like, because no, there's no such thing as a perfectly officiated game. FIBA... NBA, shut the hell up. And when people make excuses for it, it's like, bro, you can't win. And it kind of comes back to, you know, I don't think the Mavs have put a team around Luka that's worthy of being a title contender. Like, real talk, we ain't had a team good enough. And the closest team we had, they let the second best player leave for nothing, right? But even with that, if he did have the team around him, I don't think as long as he's letting refs take him out the game, because we've seen it in the NBA, we saw it at FIBA. If we keep it in a buck, we, we've seen it in international play twice. Um, as long as he's like built like that, and I just don't think he's ready to win a championship um, from a maturity standpoint. And then I saw people on the timeline, like you've never played a, a competitive sport. I'm like, so why don't, why ain't nobody else getting kicked out? <laughs> Like, why ain't no other stars for these other countries playing getting kicked out, getting ejected? See, that, but that's my whole point that I was trying to make earlier that I wanted to put nicely. Yeah. But some of the comments that I was seeing, it's like, do you, some of y'all own nationalism? Like, I was seeing comments like, oh, he, like, he's competitive. This means more to him than, you know, anybody else in the tournament. Who the hell are you to say that? That that means more to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we see how much it means to other cards. Like, yes, it's high stakes. We're not saying that, you know, his emotions aren't high because this means a lot. We're not saying that. But he's not the only one that feels that way and you saying that oh he it means more to him than anybody else like how, did he tell you that <laughs> you know what i'm saying like did you like y'all don't you know own that concept of nationalism so like i feel like this critique it's not it's not too it's not like a dead end critique i feel like that's what people don't understand 
like my critiques are aren't dead end critiques i feel like he can improve he knows he needs to improve as well y'all defending his honor while he's saying yeah i know like of course he's saying his side of it and why you know he feels the way he does but at the end of the day like i said like you said not all games are gonna be you know officiated in the best like at the end of the day that job is a hard job human error all that and i'm not saying i mean i have i'm on record saying fever refs you know stink like you know people you know suck them off quite frankly sometimes just because they let contact go but at the end of the day they're very inconsistent like that's just a thing and if you just to play devil's advocate if you are saying that oh you need to just live with him this is just who he is whatever well that's just how the game is <laughs> you know that's just how the refs are you know what i'm saying it works both ways if you're going with that logic so i feel like um obviously both sides can improve on some things so you know that's was just one piece one game um they finished seventh which is still good tied for the best you know they finished in that competition so great he was still good in the tournament um you know what i'm saying and then he also played with an injury and i feel like that is another piece of it when people are talking about meaningless games blah blah like we i have an extraordinarily strong opinion on that let me get your shit off because i'm gonna go for a while like at the end of the day i feel like luca always wants to play basketball like even in the nba he always just wants to play basketball so at the end of the day he's going to try to play um especially people are talking about he's getting ejected he wants to play fans whatever the case is he's gonna play and i mean meaningless i mean that's where that's compared like you can compare that to my tweet right i stand by you know my tweet and my um subsequent tweets um the only thing that I will understand the pushback on is if you didn't like my delivery, fine. If you didn't like I like that I called him a crybaby, fine. Other than that, I stand by, you know, everything I said. Um, but I get it. Delivery might be harsh. I guess that's the same for meaningless. People think, oh, meaningless game, blah, blah. He's playing for his country, blah, blah. I feel like there's no meaningless game in that. You know, whatever he's playing for the fans. That's, I guess, the, um, well, you know, one side is arguing. And at the end of the day, I feel like, like I said, Luca's going to want to play. So you can't, um, people are saying, oh, maybe the Mavericks can stop him from playing and all that. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to leave that decision up to the players. You know what I'm saying? Like, when he gets in his prime, like like I said, he said he will always play first country. But, you know, things might change when he gets in his prime if he's playing. Like, for example, Jokic. Probably, like, if Denver didn't go, let's say Denver got knocked out in the first round or something, he probably would have played. Yeah. I feel like he probably would have played. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he, they went, won championship, all that. He said, okay, you know what? You know what I'm saying? I need everything. Same with Jamal Murray. But then Jamal Murray is more important because he coming off of ACL. He couldn't have. There was, if, he, if he played the World Cup, yeah, he was right. It would have been irresponsible of him to play that coming off of ACL and having a you know long season that he did going out deep into the playoffs and then, you know, give himself some time to rest on that knee. So I get that, but, like, who knows in the future? That's what I'm saying. Maybe he'll make that decision. But at the end of the day, you can't, as an organization, tell him that, no, we're not going to, unless, like, it's a chance for serious injury. And obviously that's not the case. It's like he said he's healthy enough to play. It's just that 
yeah, he's hurt. You know, you're playing hurt. So, I mean, we'll see what it's like in training camp, how they do his training camp. Remember last year when he was coming off Eurobasket, you know, he kind of had a light load at training camp. We don't know if it's going to be the same this year with the injury. So, I don't know. But I hope they try to figure out what the problem is because I don't like the idea that it's a lingering issue, but, like, that's what it is, like a lingering issue, thigh issue. Like, there's no, no one knows what it is um, and what's causing whatever and how to really treat it effectively. So, I mean, I hope they could figure that out um, sooner rather than later, of course. So, yeah, I just, uh, all in all, it was a good run for them, especially since I thought it could have been a shorter tournament with the way how they looked early. You know, in them prep games. They look so, I mean, yeah, they look bad. So it was a good tournament. It is what it is. So, um, yeah, I hope to, I mean, we could um, switch gears. I mean, in the sense that, or before we switch gears, still talking about FIBA because we, there's other matchups um, with, I mean, my prediction was wrong. Um, yeah, all around. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, USA, Canada knocked out. So we're getting Serbia and um, Germany. Um, when when are we getting that? Do you know what? That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. You uh, know what time? Uh, I think it's tomorrow afternoon. I'm not a hundred percent for sure though. Hmm. But um, okay. yeah, I'll look it up. Um, yeah, later, but, but, uh, but before we transition, I do hmm. want to touch on that topic of he played hurt in meaningless mm-hmm. games um i just think it's really weird that some of these people that were bitching and crying about how we gotta change the team to make sure luca wants to stay but then also fix their well i ain't gonna say fix their lips because it's twitter but also type the words, well, the Mavs need to say something to him about playing international. You know, he's playing in these meaningless games. There's no fucking me- – listen, we don't know Luca like that, but one thing we know, playing on the national team is important to him every game. Like, who the fuck are you to tell Luca those games are meaningless? And then this is some of the American shit that because the he has the contract he has and he they, – well, he makes 200 – the Mavs pay him 200 million – to play basketball so they have an opinion that motherfucker is off this is his off time there's nothing in his contract that says they can tell him to shut that bitch down if it was and they want to do it and the other thing i look at it is like i can't think of anything what what do we know about luca we don't know him none of us really know him but one of the most things that's obvious based on his actions and the words he does say is that playing on a national team is important to him. I know that. He he I know that because he's playing in games for fucking seventh place. He's playing 37 minutes with a hurt thigh. That shit means a lot to him. So telling him, hey man, you you maybe you don't need to play that. Like, do y'all I have a question. When people say shit like they're paying him 200 million, do y'all think like the Mavs are the only team that would do that? Like, do you think, bro, there's 20 fucking nine teams that would do whatever they could to pay Luca that contract? A fucking Saudi oil sheik that would pay him to start a fucking league, probably give him $100 million a year to do this shit. And I'm sure there's a couple European teams that would scrounge that money up 
if he would agree to come back. Like the Mavs are doing him the he's Lucas doing the fucking Mavs the favor playing for that money. Let's not get this shit twisted or confused that who's doing who the favor here. Luca just happened to be drafted by the Mavs. That money is not something unique. That contract is not something unique that they're doing special for him. He would have got that from any fucking team he was drafted to. And like I said, a couple fucking foreign uh, foreign team organizations would give him that fucking money too. So to sit here and tell him on his fucking off time that he can't play basketball it's fucking absurd to me, and we don't own him. The Mavericks don't own him. We as the Dallas Mavericks fans don't own him. Who the fuck are we to tell a Slovenian, a fucking dude from a country of two million people, and you know he rep for his fucking country no matter what. He tells you that. The shit means a lot. Uh, the same shit where I cut into him about crying like a baby is because he fucking wants to win so bad because he cares about his goddamn country. And y'all gonna tell him, nah, man, you can't play. These, 30, these 37 minutes, you know, we gotta, we we gotta push to be the fucking sixth seed in the West. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's it's an absurd argument to me. Because let's be real, we're not no fucking contender next year anyway. I, I think we're gonna be good. I think we can win a playoff series. I think we got a shot at having home court. We ain't no fucking contender. So let's stop lying. Let that man play. He 24. If a 24 year old playing 37 extra minutes or I guess six extra minutes or however many extra minutes he played in these last two games. It's going to cook the math season. We ain't that fucking good anyway. And he wasn't built for tough to take us nowhere anyway. So quit bitching. It's absurd. I'm sorry. That shit has pissed me off a lot. The, I, that whole conversation pissed me off. Like you're going to tell a man just because, and I realize it's like an American thing because Americans aren't a proud to be from America. They don't understand what nationalism is like that. Like, because America is so fucking big and just America's America. I get why you might not be proud to be an American like that, but that ain't the, that damn show ain't the top, the, the situation for someone from the Balkans and it ain't the situation for Luca. Stop fucking comparing it. He's different. He wants to do it. Shut up and quit whining. And just how every, and it's so funny because some of those same people that was all in your fucking mentions telling you, you just need to accept it or get over it or find another superstar. If you got a problem with him playing internationally, get over it. Find another fucking demand that they trade him because he going to fucking do it. And we, that's just, it's part of the Luka experience. And frankly, the, the, my final fucking two, excuse me, my final two cents. What do we know? If Luka ain't playing basketball, he get fat. Like, that, I mean, that's something else we know. Like, if he ain't hooping, if he ain't on the national team, if he's just left to his own devices, he typically gets a little chunky. So, you know what? I'd rather have him out there hooping than sitting around fucking drinking Bud Light and smoking hookah. So, yeah, I'm happy he played. I'm happy he still played. I'm happy he played this tournament. I am. I, and I know his style is fucked up, but look. What, when when is the last game Luca played for the Mavs? That was fucking April, right? It was April, like the beginning of April. Yeah, them, yeah. The motherfuckers didn't start playing like friendlies until a month ago. So that man, it's fucking September. If that man, that thigh didn't get right in four months, call me crazy. I don't think an extra month was gonna fucking make it right if it went bad again. They, we, we need to, it's something else going on with that that they need to address. But if he wanted to play and he played, so what? We ain't none of us doctors, but I don't know. That that just bothered me. And I know, and it, it's funny because I hate Luca dick eaters. I do. But 
I'm sorry, that man deserves to be able to play for his team. And I think it's insane to ask him not to play for his national team at 24, especially just within the context of we want him to be happy with us. To even, bro, if Mark Cuban called him, you would hear the fucking eye message swoosh to, swoosh to his fucking agent saying, hey, man, well, you might have to get me up out of here before the call even ended. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's an absurd argument to even make, in my opinion. That's an absurd thing to even ask the Mavs to tell him not to play for the national team, in, in my opinion. And I, I'm sorry, that's how I feel, and if you're offended by it, oh, fucking well. Anyway, please, what were we talking about, Team USA getting popped? Yeah, Team USA in Canada. They're playing for um bronze. Yeah, they got they got pop. They couldn't guard a thing. Um yeah, poor, you know, Brunson, his stock dropped because I mean he's not a playmaking, you know, first type of guard. And it's not like the defense is super strong. So in a setting where like a playmaking guard who um isn't typically like looking for his and wants to move the ball on offense um looks better and you know Tyrese had you know a better World Cup than Brunson did and then I mean another guy in Jaron Jackson Jr. I mean I don't know I mean Jaron I feel like it wasn't as bad as people are saying like there's bad elements like Obviously, the rebounding woes was crazy and all that, but that's like I feel like, obviously partly on Jaron, but also on the coaching staff there because he's not a like a full time five. He's not. He's a guy you play with the five in spurts, like like you know like as a small ball option, but as your guy holding down the middle, I feel like that you're not necessarily like honestly maximizing his game especially with his stubborn ways and and i mean like if you have a center like the stephen adams pairing in him is really good in that you know he's stretching the floor you know jaron um he can get his game off and stephen adams is in the trenches but i feel like yes you want jaron to step up to the plate and take on that challenge, but at the same time, you have to help him out as a coaching staff. Like, you could have tried different things. That that was a thing. Like, I feel like, um, and I know, like, it was a few. It's not like the tournament was like super duper long, but I feel like they could have hit some, pushed some more buttons before they got eliminated the way they did. But um, yeah, they gotta for next time. They gotta focus on building a complete team. Yeah. Get like defenders, size, like, you know, like when they put the roster together, like people are immediately pointing out holes. Like that shouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like where they're immediately pointing out holes. You know what I'm saying? Like if you play and there's holes, that's one thing. But like like we notice holes, but like on paper, if there's holes already, I feel like you know what I'm saying, you're putting yourself at risk to get booted and that's what happened. It's not like even they went to the finals and lost it. Like, not nah, they play for bronze. They could also not medal. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's second year in a row. That would be, it's crazy. Yeah, and and I I look at it like, to me, like the games I watched, and then you just you look at the games I I watched, and then you just look at the box score. Like, 
they fucking both the games they played, they were insane offensively. Even with I guess Tyrese Halliburton, and I'm gonna be honest, I still I, I hate to pull a Christian Wood card, but Tyrese Halliburton was playing against backups. Like the team was still doing a height when when fucking Jalen was out there. He just wasn't it just didn't wasn't as aesthetically as aesthetically pleasing, right? Um, and I know he was like a negative 19 or some shit, but it's just so weird because when Tyrese Halliburton was negative in the other game, they lose and Jalen wasn't plus. No one said shit, but hey, we got to get our shit off. It's the internet. I got it. With all that being said, they shot, they lost the the, the game they got eliminated. The, uh, well, the last game they lost because they playing for third place tomorrow. They shot fucking like 65% from the field, 48% from three. They ain't lose because of fucking offense. So that shit is irrelevant in my eyes. If you shoot fucking 65% from the field and 48% from three, they weren't getting any stops because they don't got anybody that, A, like their big wing is, I guess, Michael Bridges. Like he liked my ass. They had Brandon Ingram out there. He liked my ass. And then we play international rules. So like the freedom of movement, shit that those lighter dudes would take advantage of in the NBA. That's not a thing in FIBA ball. Like, you gotta have some bulk. You gotta have some weight to you. You can get your shit off. There's no defensive three seconds. So you can just win by being strong and being around the basket. You can cause problems. You can deter shots. You can fucking grab rebounds. You can just get in the way. And them boys just light in the ass. And that's why they lost. Like, I don't think if Tyrese Halliburton started over Jalen Brunson, they would've uh, uh, they would have won the gold medal. Um, I don't think, I, and I'm going to be honest with you, I, I just think they needed bigger dudes. It, 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 it fucking was giving me like deja vu back to the math season where we was arguing over Christian Wood and Dwight Powell and neither fucking person was the answer or the reason why we lost. They just needed, we needed to replace both of them. Like they needed to be a different type of player. And that's how I kind of look at Jalen and Tyrese. Like, sometimes offense look better with Tyrese in the game, but Tyrese can't guard nobody either. And neither could Trey Young, for that matter. So, like, it wasn't offense while they lost. They needed shit. They needed Mitchell Robinson. They needed fucking uh, Kevon Looney. They needed some dirty work dudes. And they needed another wing that, like, wanted to do some dirty work shit that's bigger than fucking Josh Hart. Like, that was why they lost. They could have started Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Halliburton, or whatever. If they just had a different type of player up front in the front court, I don't think they would have. I don't think they would have had the same problems. But am I crazy for saying this? Because I'll be honest, I didn't watch every single game, but that's my biggest takeaway from the games I did watch and from the most recent game that I, you know, parts of the most recent game that I watch. Um, I don't think you're crazy for saying that at all, honestly. Like, um, I feel like that's what the problem was. Like, they were not um, built correctly. The team was not built correctly. Like, the front court was light. And then even with Tyrese coming in for Jalen, um, that wasn't really, um, like, you, you're right in that he's playing against backups. But, again, Tyrese... Tyrese's game probably fit the team better, but at the same time, yeah, they needed to bring defenders in. That's yeah. what needed to happen. And 
next time, I hope they learn the lesson and size. They need to get some size. They've been, and I know the big man position has has been something that's like um really bad for like the team. Man, they gonna get it for the last few years. So they gotta figure that out honestly. And then we have some up and coming maybe, but they gotta really sort it out because it's been bad for a little bit. Man, they gonna. Embiid bitch ass is gonna uh, uh, come save the day. They like I was listening to Basketball Illuminati and they were saying they purposely like put a donut, put together a donut team so Embiid can come save the day. That feels a little crazy, but I could see that. You know, you could see that because I, I I'll say this: even if they got Steph Curry and KD and Braun in them, they still need a like some big dudes like. I don't know if they still wouldn't win with them dudes. They would, but I still think it wouldn't. It ain't gonna be no slam dunk unless they actually get some legit size. But I don't know. If fucking Brian is legit size at this point in his age. He's a fucking big. He'd have done that shit better than any of them dudes they had. I don't know. What'd you think? How old is Brian? Brian would be thirty-nine at that point. Damn near forty. Yeah, because he two year, year and a half younger than me. Damn, Brian would be. 39 years old, about yeah. to be 40, hooping in the Olympics. That's crazy. Yeah, we'll see, though. Like, he said he wants to, but then he might not. So we'll see. Yeah, he good for gassing some shit up and then not really yeah. saying it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. What, uh, who else? Who you actually think gonna win between what was it? It's Germany and Lithuania. Serbia. 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 Bro, I mean, who, Serbia. who is even on Serbia outside of uh, double bogey? Listen, I don't know. Don't ask me. Don't give me a line. I have no clue. So, <laughs> like, I just know it's him. He out there hooping and fucking um, Germany. Oh, Jovic. Yeah. Oh, uh, Nikola Jovic. Yeah. Okay. Nicole yeah. Jovi. Yeah. And I know fucking low key Germany got a good team. Like we can we can acknowledge they got dudes to be hooping, but Yeah, they do. I mean both those teams are good. I mean, I feel like it's gonna come down to like Bogey and Jovic and then Schroeder gotta you know, Schroeder and you know, somebody else gotta really come to the party. So I feel like it could be a good one. I really don't know who would win. Yeah, I can't call it either. Um, let me see when they actually is playing. Let's see. What is they see? FIBA basketball schedule. It's elite podcast content right here, y'all. Yeah. Um, yeah, that shit is tomorrow at like 7.40 in the morning. Like, this tournament is over by 9, by basically by breakfast time tomorrow. <laughs> the, uh, uh-huh. USA and Canada play at 3.30, and then Germany and Serbia play in the gold medal game for uh, at, right after at 7.40. So, yeah, that shit over with tomorrow morning. Okay, I might, might put some money on Team USA. I think they're going to have some shame, but how did Canada get pop? Like I didn't watch that. I didn't. I didn't. See I, didn't I didn't watch that one either. I. I yeah. I didn't see that one either. Yeah. 
Like, I, I don't know, man. It's crazy because they have by far the most NBA talent, um, those two teams, and they plan for third place. But I also will say, like, can we acknowledge that the NBA and FIBA are, like, two different sports? Well, let me just say that. It's not two different sports, but people are like, when my man was trying to basically give fucking Rudy Gobert a pass for looking like hot ass because he doesn't have other NBA players, it's like, the the teams that fucking won the tournament, the teams that have the most NBA talent are not the teams that are playing for the gold medal. So, and then fucking Evan Fournier, fam, are there 10 players in FIBA competition in international play, you taking over Evan Fournier? Like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny. If you just take international play, I don't know from, like, shoot efficiency and just scoring volume outside of Luka. I mean, who really fucking with Evan Fournier over the last, like, two or three years? And it's just a different sport. So just because dudes is good in the NBA or bad in the NBA, I don't think it's fair to say they should kill international play. Does that make sense? It was a long-winded way to get to that. Yeah, I feel like that makes sense. Um, but I mean, it's it's certain elements of the game is just more pronounced. You know, in FIBA ball, like you talk about, you know, rebounding, post play, like you know, little stuff like that, boxing out stuff that is probably losing not probably definitely losing prominence in the nba and i feel like in FIBA ball um it just becomes more important um so i feel like we just need to get back to that from those fundamentals anyway i feel like they are a big part of the game regardless so um yeah it's it'll i mean it's a valid claim i feel like to say that it's definitely not two different sports, like you said, but like extremely vastly different. And there's certain guys like, and then the team play is a vital part where, like you said, not too many guys or, you know, the teams that are playing for the gold medal. It's not like they have a team full of NBA guys. So, um, yeah, chemistry system, um, really, really important in FIBA ball. Yeah. Um, finally, before we get up out of here, uh, young Christian Wood, uh, he was signed by the Los Angeles Lakers. Actually got two years guaranteed on the vet minimum deal. Um, I thought he'd get signed eventually. I thought he should have went to Miami because I feel like Miami has taken his archetypal player like damn near every single time they have signed one of them type dudes. And that player has always leveled up usually end up either getting a bag from them or another team. Uh, with the Lakers, it's 50-50. Half the time, you you turn into uh, shit, Malik Monk. The other half of the time, you turn into Andre Drummond. And I think Christian Wood might be end up like Andre Drummond. But who knows? He might have his Malik Monk shit. It, it, we, we will see. Um, I just, my thing is, he's not a center, and AD don't want to play center. And they still got to play Vando. So when the fuck is he really going to play? And is he going to play every night? Um, I do think he should be on the NBA team. I do think he can help him. I just come back to thinking, like, it's going to be a weird fit. Because, like, 
you, uh, yeah, AD can protect him, but you start asking a guy to do something he don't want to do. We, we, I, I just don't know, man. What do you think in your unbiased opinion? <laughs> I mean, he got the what Dante Exum deal. Um, I mean, it is what it is. He went to, I feel like you're right on Miami. He probably was tired of waiting with Miami and the whole Dame thing. Miami probably didn't want to, you know. I don't know what Miami's thinking, honestly. No one knows what Miami's thinking. So he went to the Lakers, been wanting him. I think, like I said, reality kind of hit him in the face in that he is not getting the money he wants so he's gonna have to sign for a minimum and the thing with that is that he did it like this the two years with the player option to get you know the early bird rights to that's how like it's when you lose your bird rights in the league it's hard you know you know especially if you're signing for minimums it's hard to get those bird rights back um so that's a way for him to kind of build it up back to maybe even see, um, you know, 10 million plus a year, you know, at this point. So um, I don't know if he's ever going to get back there. Um, but we'll see, whatever. I don't have much to say. He's out of our faces now. Um, but I, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm not mad at that brother. Um, I was mad at the discourse around him. The math season, if he played 40 minutes a night and started, math season would have played out exactly the same way um I, i'm just not willing to argue about that i don't think and i demand played starters minutes whether y'all want to accept it or not but i still think he is seemingly good dude and i, I don't i don't wish negative on him and hopefully hope I, i'm always want a black man to keep getting a check he ain't no criminal he ain't no woman beater he 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 just like ass and you think he's better than what he is, but you know what? Believe in yourself. I'll never knock nobody for that, especially when they ain't doing it for my team. But um, My bad, y'all. The Zoom timer ran out, so we had to start a new meeting. But, um, yeah, I don't wish anything ill will on Christian Wood. God bless him. Um. God bless him and everything that can come to him. I just don't, I don't want him to play for my basketball team anymore. And it will be, I, it will be extremely interesting to see how that Lakers situation work out for him. Cause, uh, well, folks thought Mavs fans was bad. Laker fans are the worst. If you don't meet expectations, like they will try to destroy you. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, I don't know, man. I don't got anything else. What about you? Nope. Nothing else for me. Well, y'all, we will holler at y'all next week. I want to say happy birthday to my oldest son. Had his birthday party at my house today. Uh, He getting prepared for his college experience. My guy drank too much Coke, threw it up, shrugged it off, and kept partying. And I want to give a special 24th Birthday salute to uh, my homie, the brains behind the operation, young SJ. Her birthday is Monday. She has a birthday with my son. Um, that's kind of wild if you think about it. But yeah, man, happy birthday to you. Happy early birthday to you. 
I hope you enjoy your day. You uh, where are you going? You you going to Liberty game, ain't you? Yes, sir. Two and two next week. I'm going to the final game, and I'm also going to the first playoff game. Okay, that's dope. So, enjoy your day, dog. We named this pod after your twenty first birthday. You about to be twenty fucking four. Jesus Christ, this time is flying by. It's flying by. But anyway, we will holler at y'all next week. And uh, SJ, don't get too turned. We holler at you. Peace.